In a world where we are always trying to keep up, it can be easy to forget what's important. We're constantly bombarded with information and demands on our time, and we tend to lose sight of what matters most. That is why I invite you to join me as we simplify our lives. By learning to focus on what's truly important, we can free up our time and energy for the things that matter most. And when we simplify our lives, we create more space for joy, happiness, and connection. So if you're ready to simplify your life, I invite you to join me on this journey. Together, let's discover the joy of simplicity. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of It's Simply Life. Thank you so much for joining us. Today, I have a special guest, and it is Kelly Tyen. She is a leading faith-based entrepreneur, coach, author, and podcaster, and her show and her book are both called Addicted to the Climb. It is a faith movement which inspires, encourages, and brings hope and courage to keep on climbing no matter what life throws your way. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Okay, so I have to tell you, I haven't really been bringing guests on lately. I've been doing a lot of solo episodes and just recently brought on a couple of guests. And so you are my first female guest. I'm super excited to have you. I love it. Thank you. Um, Okay, so I always like to tell everybody where we met because I feel like the power of LinkedIn is amazing. Um, so we definitely connected on LinkedIn. Uh, I saw a couple of your posts. I commented, we connected in DM through the chats, had another zoom call in the past and then invited each other to podcast. And so here we are. So I really love the power of building relationships on LinkedIn. Oh, I agree a hundred percent. It's, it's truly amazing when you use social media, not just to post your highlight reel, but to mm-hmm. actually connect with like-minded people. You're going to find your tribe if you actually connect with people instead of just scroll. And <laughs> that's what I've been doing. And it's been so amazing. It's 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 just been a game changer because I'm pretty new on LinkedIn since mm-hmm. August. And look at us. Here we are today. Already great friends. I <laughs> right? know. No, I mean, I think um, if you utilize it for good, right, like you said, and not just your highlight reel, and you use it to build relationships and build connections. And I'm always, I always say this, I am about it, it, you and I might never do business together. And that's not the point of building the relationship. It's like, years down the road, months down the road, weeks down the road, you might go, Oh, I know somebody that I can put you in touch with, or it's who you know, and who they know, and your network continues to expand. And then, and likewise with, with you, like I might know someone that I could refer to you in, in the future. So it's not connecting to do business with somebody that you build that relationship with, but you just never know who they know, right? Exactly. I agree 100%. That's what it's all about. Exactly yeah. what you said. I love that because, you know, you could be doing your day-to-day things and say, wait, Lisa does that. Let me... I don't do that, but Lisa does. And I, that's exactly the point of connection. And Mm -hmm. I have done that in the past where I've built relationships with people and we don't do business together, but we've referred business to each other, you know, and it, it just, it's all this big, huge ecosystem of give and take, and it works out and it's wonderful. (laughs) Yes. Agree. 
Agreed. Okay, so let's talk about your podcast and your book. Oh, I also want to say a couple of things that I didn't say when I introduced you. You're also a breast cancer survivor, so we're going to talk about that too. And you're a four-time bikini champion. Um, hello, most people would be like super excited about that. You're also a wife and you have two kids. So let's talk about your story. Um, where do you want to start? Let's unpack it. So I started, I can unpack it where I started out always wanting to be a teacher. That was okay. my dream as a child. And I did become a teacher after I graduated I loved teaching. I loved kids, but then I quickly realized I was very bored. I wasn't feeling fulfilled. So a few friends of mine were opening a gym and I loved to work out, not really knowing what I was doing too much. I just kind of did all the machines and had fun. I loved fitness, but as they were opening up a gym in my town, I was like, Hey guys, do you think I could start a boot camp with some women and just call it Kelly's boot camp?" Mm -hmm. It was really just a passion thing. I wanted to work out, but I wanted to be around women that would work out with me. So I'm like, we can just do that together. And they were opening a CrossFit gym. So of course I had to go get CrossFit certified, which I did. Sure. And at that moment, when I really made my decision to do this, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. So that was the first real hit to my core, mm -hmm. um, you know, that really rocked my world. And I had to make a decision at that moment. What am I going to do? Am I going to stay in a pity party or am I going to keep going and do this boot camp, which I was so excited to do and show women that here I am, I'm going through this, but maybe they'll inspire me to keep going just mm -hmm. as much as I'll inspire them. So that was how it went down. I went through breast cancer and had my treatments. Thankfully, I've been free of breast cancer for almost 14 years now, which is Yay. amazing. That's amazing. But, but I started my boot camp and then stopped teaching because I realized my passion wasn't with teaching. As I said, I wasn't being fulfilled. I really loved the fitness thing. And I loved being around women and empowering them to feel good in their bodies. So I ran my classes I, you know, finished my treatment, was all done with that. Um, as I said, they really were part of my journey in mm -hmm. helping me heal because when I look back, I'm so thankful I did move forward with the fitness in the boot camp because if I didn't, I don't know where I would be. I probably would have been stuck in that negative mindset because let me just tell you, Lisa, when I did get the diagnosis, of course, it did, as I said, rocked my world. Like sure. I had shame around it. I was so upset. How come me, none of my, no one I know had breast cancer. And here I was excited about beginning a fitness endeavor. And why right. am I getting breast cancer? How am I so sick? And right. so I was really um, angry about that for a while. But then when I look back, as I said, it was inspiring to wake up in these women were going to be there waiting for me and we were going to work out together together it got me through so we it gave you a purpose it did it did it really did and I know God had his hand on that mm -hmm. and gave me the idea to do this because of what was to come so I and I did my my 
boot camps and I was enjoying it. And I loved being with these women. We had so much fun, even though it was 4.30 in the morning, we started (laughs) (laughs) so early because I wasn't a morning person. I hated the mornings, but (laughs) it was the only times this gym could give me. So my classes were all early in the morning um, until midday, but it was a journey. And you mentioned the four-time bikini champion as I was teaching classes in a few years in, I needed a goal, something different Mm -hmm. because I wanted to increase my fitness and maybe show women how to get more lean. So of course I had to jump into a competition so I could learn that. And that's (laughs) what I did. I jumped into my first fitness competition, not really knowing anything about it, but Uh I won the title of Miss America, my first one. And then I did another one. And I won that. And oh my gosh, I love I it. I did four shows and I won all four national titles from Miami to Vegas to New Miss Bikini New England and Rhode Island. So it was a That's whirlwind. Good. It was amazing. <laughs> it taught me a lot about discipline, commitment, sacrifice, and everything else under the sun. It wasn't just getting in a bikini. There's a lot behind there's a lot of work behind the scenes right I loved that I loved the challenge and I loved you know showing my girls in my class that this is what it takes it's hard work if you are healthy and so that was that part of the story and then I really dove in next to nutrition because I realized you know we can work out all day but if we're not eating right what results are we getting? Because sure. you can't out train a bad diet. And so <laughs> never <laughs> with the girls in the gym, they're like, what am I doing wrong? I'm here at the gym, Kelly, all the time working out. So I got my nutrition license. I went to school, got certified as a health and nutrition coach. So I could really teach them how to be healthy from the inside out. So I loved that. I loved teaching them that food really is our fuel. It really is all about the nutrition we eat to get the body we want. And it was just a beautiful thing, transforming the lives of women and training them over the years. And I realized after doing that for um, a while, well, let me tell you this, my mom passed away about five years ago now. And right. It was devastating. It was completely devastating. It's okay. I'm an only child. We were best friends. She was my thing and she had an aneurysm, but I'm telling you that because right after she passed away, new owners took over at the gym I was at and they, they were women for, they were four guys that owned the gym for the 10 years. Then two girls came in And they said, hey, Kelly, you know what? You have one more month. We're going to do our own thing. We don't want you here. I was like, I'm going through the death of my mom. I'm like, what? This is my livelihood. What am I going to do? Oh my gosh. It was awful, Lisa, as you can imagine, because so established as the fitness girl, everyone came to my classes. I was enjoying it, but of course- God, I believe I have a very strong faith and God just had a different plan for me. And so after my boot camp ended, I lost my mom. 
Then COVID happened a few months later. Oh I know this is like crazy, right? Like all the things right. that just right. went and I'm trying to keep it short so I can tell you all the things, but then COVID happened. And I was like, wow, this is, I'm really thankful because I, I wouldn't have had the gym anyways, but now right. what am I doing? So a friend of mine was visiting me and I had told her I wanted to start a podcast and but right before she came to my house, she comes every Thanksgiving and she was starting a podcast. I had a download and I call it a download from God. And he put in my head, addicted to the climb. And I'm like, addicted to the climb. What is that? And what does I'm, that mean? Yes, yeah. like as I'm thinking about it. I realized in my own life that I'm really addicted to climbing in my life. Like I don't want to give up. Even after I lost my mom, I had to pick myself back up. After the gym kicked me out, I had to find a way. After I had breast cancer, I, I wanted to keep going. So I named my podcast Addicted to the Climb so I could share my stories and invite other people in to share their stories of how we can just inspire and help empower others to keep climbing when life gets really hard. So that was the... The turn of events, the, the <laughs> podcast came out. Then I started writing a book because I wanted to share stories that I've been through because I've been through a lot more than I just told you here. Right, um, right. I named my book also Addicted to the Climb. And it's 30 personal stories that I've written along my journey in life of how I just keep climbing and how you can too. Because, you know, Lisa, we all go through similar things in life. Sure. It's, you know, from grief and divorce and death and getting fired and all the things that happen to us, pretty similar things, but it's how we deal with those things and how we keep climbing is what matters is how we can be successful. So, yeah. Well, and, that's and I, <laughs> pretty much how it all is, is happening. All started. Yeah. So Kelly, thank you so much for sharing your story. And there's lots of inspiring pieces and parts of it. And one of the things that I think maybe we connected on, which we probably didn't even know that we connected on is that's kind of how I feel myself is, you know, I have a tattoo, which I don't think you can see it, but it says still I rise. And so like, it's just a reminder every day, like you addicted to the climb, me, it's like, I I'm here. What's my purpose? What's my intention? How am I going to make the most of it? Um, one of the things, you know, like I, 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 and I've shared this on my podcast, you know, I lost my fiance, I was engaged and he was killed in a car accident. And one of the things that for me is after coming out of the fog and the grief is I am here right? I'm here. And what's my purpose for being here? Because um, I want to explore experience and impact as many people as possible. And mm -hmm. so it sounds like we have like that similar path. And it's what you're saying is everybody has a story. Like there, mm -hmm. there's, like you said, death and then divorce and firing you. And so how do you take that story and turn it into something positive and purposeful? Right. Mm -hmm. it, it's so yes. true. It is because with every climb we go on, it makes us stronger for the next one when you really keep pushing and moving forward. I mean, think about it right now, your listeners right now, if you stop and say, 
what I do this exercise with some of my coaching clients and I have them write down five things you've been through in your life and then Mm -hmm. look at them. Have you been through divorce? Have you lost someone in your life? Like whatever it is, five things we all can write down right now. When you look at that, you made it. You've already been right. Right. You're here. You champion those things. You're here to the right now. And you made it to the other side somehow, some way you kept climbing. So that means you can do it again. Mm -hmm. And as we know, we're not exempt. I mean, we're, we have life ahead of us. We're going to go through so many things in life and we don't know from the moment to moment, a phone call can come in, something can happen in an instant, but we can't stop. We can't give up. Right. I mean, like you said, we are here on purpose for a purpose. And I want to shine my light on as many people as I can and impact as many people I can while I am here to keep them climbing higher. I love that. That's so inspiring. So yes. And, and I think, so here's the question I want to ask you is, you know, you, you said you had breast, breast cancer, your mom passed away, you know, you, you lost your what you felt was your purpose, you know, with being at the gym every day and teaching these women and being inspired. And so kind of give me like your thought process or your mindset, like, how did you process this? And what did you think through like, okay, this happened. And then what were the steps that you took? Like, how am I going to deal with this? So with the breast cancer, so first I want to say, I am faith-based, as you know, You said, I'm a faith-based entrepreneur. Um, faith is everything to me. My mom was a Christian. She brought me up that way with a very deep belief in God that he'll make a way when there seems to be no way and just really instilled that in me as a little girl. And mm-hmm. so that's what I lean on. I have faith that I'm going to be okay. I had faith when I got breast cancer that Yes, I had my cry. Yes, I felt shame in a pity party because why I'm human and I had to go through my emotions and I can't say, oh yeah, it was easy. I just like walked <laughs> through that. Yep. All right, stop. Got a breast cancer. I'm gonna handle. No, yeah. I was it was awful. I was a wreck. I was a mess. But I it came down to the choice. What choice do I have? I can either put on my big girl pants and say, I'm going to be faithful that I'm going to get through this. Or Mm -hmm. I could say, oh my gosh, am I going to die and be in a negative mindset where I'm going to tear myself apart and my feelings just take over. I chose to be the other way. I wanted to just keep climbing because I knew if I gave up, it was over and I wasn't ready for things to be over. So the same thing with my mom, like losing my mom was literally rock bottom to me. It was worse than when I got the breast cancer um, diagnosis, to be honest. And just to tell you one more, and you can read my book if you want to hear 30 of my stories, but right before my mom died, six weeks before my mom died of an aneurysm, a sudden aneurysm, my dad was diagnosed with a rare blood cancer. He's the healthiest guy I know. He ran seven miles a day, seven days a week since he was 17 and he was 65 years old and got diagnosed with this rare blood cancer. So I was going through that too. So I'm only telling you that because 
you have to take on the mindset that I'm going to have faith and I'm going to be hopeful and I'm just going to have courage to keep going because there is no other choice. And I talk myself into that. It's, it's a practice. You know, you might not wake up like that, but the more mm -hmm. you do yourself, the more you talk to yourself, I can get through this. I'm going to get through this. The more you stop believing it. And that's really how I lived my life. I really convinced me. It's really, um, it's as a I'm mindset, it's a mindset and you're almost convincing yourself the way you, if you came to me, Lisa, and said, I'm going through this, how would I talk to you? I would say, girl, you got this. Let's do it. You're going to make it. You're going to be okay. Well, that's how you have to talk to yourself. Talk to yourself. Yeah. And I think we, um, in this world, we have such negative self-talk so many times. Like we could sit here and say, Kelly, I, I love your book and I love your podcast and I love how you show up and we can give you all kinds of compliments, mm -hmm. friends, family, you know, strangers. And then we constantly hurt ourselves by all the negative self-talk. We don't even realize how much we, how much negative self-talk we have. Mm -hmm. And I love that you believed it and then you saw it. And mm -hmm. that is my whole mindset is you have to believe it to see it. Mm -hmm. So just keep believing it and it presents itself in front of you. Right. I mean, I had a vision of myself being healed and that's all yes. I could focus on. Because yes. if, if the minute I lost that focus, just what you said, the negative thoughts creep in. They creep in mm -hmm. every moment of my life. I mean, every moment. I'm not like flying high all the time. I don't want anyone to think I'm perfect. <laughs> every day, but, you know, we, I talk about that even in my book. There's a chapter on it's called Revenge Mind. And I, I hashtagged it because we have to take revenge on our nasty thoughts all the time. And that means either stepping on them, like stomping mm -hmm. your foot on them, mm -hmm. or just saying, no, you're not going to take my power away today and claiming that. And, but it's up to us. We have control over these, over our own right. thinking at all times. Right. At so all times. It's, it's, um, challenging. I, it's challenging. I always say throw positive darts at those negative thoughts. So, yes. you know, like we're just trying to, Love to it. put as much positivity and, and, um, I think, you know, we think a lot alike is, you know, it's, it's that thought process because that's the only thing we have control over is our thoughts. That is, exactly. that's it. That's the only that's thing we have control over. And, and the other thing I want to point out to your listeners is that just what you said, we have control of our thoughts, but we don't have control of the outcome. And I think people get very scared of the outcome Yet, however, the outcome is in the future. Nobody knows the outcome of any. Right. I didn't know if I was going to make it from having breast cancer, but I can either have fear of my future or I can have faith over my present. So right. like I always say, release the outcome. Don't think about it. There's no, we don't have control over that. So I right. love that you said that the only, the only thing we have control over is how we think about our circumstance and our situation and we can calm it down or we can let it explode. So you exactly. have to, yep. Yeah. It's that. It's yeah. That. The, um, one of the things that I read in a book by Wayne Dyer, do you know who Wayne Dyer yes. is? Are you from so he says you could either be a host to God or a hostage to your ego 
and I have it written on my glass board. I, I write it all over the place. It's just a reminder that um, we think we know best, but we really don't. <laughs> and okay. when we when we give it up and we let it go and we just keep that thought process and, and that vision of you know where we're heading. And like you said, it, it, it's something out in the future. We only have control like of this very moment, that's all we have control over. Exactly. We don't know. I mean, and the other thing is Kelly, like the curtains are going to close. The music's going to stop. This is all going to end, you know, for every one of us, like there's, there's an end, you know? And so how do you want to show up today right now? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. We talk about this all day. Cause we, we have to I be know. hype woman. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. How can we get a hold of you? How can we listen to your podcast and how can we find your book? So my book is on Amazon. Actually, you can find everything's on my website too, kellytyan.com. And my podcast and my book is called Addicted to the Climb. You can find me on all the, the platforms for my podcast. And I would love to hear from your listeners, see what they think. I would love to connect. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, or Instagram, even Facebook. So I'm all the places. And we will make sure and link all of that up in the show notes. Thank you, Kelly, for joining me and sharing your story and being vulnerable. And the last thing I'm going to ask you is we're, we're, we're starting a new strategy with my podcast and I'm looking for three takeaways to simplify your life or your business. I love this. So First, and I've been talking a lot about this in my own community, is the first one I would say is become more intentional about what you're doing. If you're if you don't wake up and have an intention for your day, then you're not going to complete it. So be intentional. Number two, I would say become very dedicated and committed to what you want to accomplish. It's it's very easy to say, oh, I want to lose 15 pounds, but are you actually going to dedicate yourself to losing the 15 pounds and dedicate the amount of days and the food prep and the time and the workouts until you get the 15 pounds off? Become more dedicated to what you say you will do. And then the last one I would say is setting boundaries and saying yes to yourself more and no to others that things that aren't serving you. Because when I really started saying yes to myself, it changed everything for me. I used to say yes to everyone else. Yes, I'll go. <laughs> yes, I'll do this. Yes, I'll eat the friend. Like all the stuff. And until I'm like, why am I saying yes to everything? And it's hurting me. I'm being stuck. I'm, I'm not moving forward. I had to start really saying yes to myself more. And then things started to change. So I'd say those are my th top three. I love it. So be intentional with your day, be dedicated to what you set out to do and say yes to yourself and more and no to, to things that you don't want to do. Yes. Love it. Thank yes, you for I'm the takeaways. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you for the takeaways. You're All welcome. right. I'm going to stop the recording. All right. Do you have some solid takeaways to simplify your life today? If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and share this podcast. We're always looking 
to add value and bring relevant, timely information to our listeners, and especially with our new strategy of offering solid takeaways to simplify your life. Go be awesome.